That, like, I can't get over it. That was, like, my favorite part. And that's, he had, Why like, that one give me like, seltzer? Did I order seltzer? Yeah, I did. And <laughs> they get smashed by the door. <laughs> Hello and welcome again to the Sleeping Situation Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Ivy. And we're coming at you from the table. Here in the table, we have two rules. One, we sit at the table. And two... Don't talk about the table? Don't talk about the table. <laughs> I had no plan for where that was going. <laughs> I hope you know. I'm glad. So, hey, welcome back to the show. Uh, so just a reminder, if you have any questions for us or suggestions for the show, um, ideas for games, new games we can play. Things uh, for us to review. Yeah. Send them our way on email or on social media. Sleepingsituation at gmail.com. Sleeping Situation on Facebook and Instagram. At Sleeping Sitch on Twitter. Be sure to keep an eye out for the Friday polls. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure, except for not. We'll choose your adventure for you. And you tell us which one is good. Yeah, we're always looking for ideas for games and for movies and albums. Send us music, send us memes, send us pictures of cats. Ask us questions. We know stuff. We'll give you fashion advice and relationship advice. And you can ask us embarrassing and personal questions. We just really want to do a Q&A, basically. Yep. We'll do a whole episode of just questions it'll be awesome that would be fun send us stuff so ivy what's going on this week this week has been divided into two halves and the halves are things i'm waging war on and then my things of the week so the things i'm waging war on this week are one my video game skills because <laughs> as i discussed last week i'm playing kingdom hearts dream drop distance on my 3ds uh, I got to a boss battle, and I tried it about ten times and lost every time. So I looked it up online for tips and advice, and Cheater. all of the advice said, this is an unusually easy boss, you should have no problems. <laughs> and I said, whoop. So I tried some more, and then I lost and died and died and died. I finally went back to those advice thingies and realized that my issue is that my character should have been around level 20 about that point in the game. And I am at level 8. I don't know how I bumbled my way that far at level 8 and didn't die before that. But now I'm stuck in this boss battle that I can't get back out of to get more levels, so I have to start the game over. Oh. Or I'm never going to beat this boss and I can't do anything else. So that's as far as my video game skills have gotten me. The next thing I'm waging war on this week is FedEx. <laughs> FedEx has done me wrong, and or the apartment building, but probably FedEx. So in our apartment building, there's like an outside door and then a door that you need a key to get into. So like the mailman can't come in or the FedEx can't come in. But I have a package coming, and apparently they tried three times to deliver it, probably by pulling on the door, realizing it's locked and giving up. And they said they notified me, but I didn't get any notification until they sent me a letter that was like, we're sending your package back to where it came from because we couldn't find you. Actually, they said, come pick it up at FedEx because we can't find you. And the day that I got that letter is the same day that they sent it back to who sent it to me. <laughs> so now I had to email who sent it to me to get them to send it back. But the same thing's just going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I'm ever going to get this package or not. 
So FedEx is now my enemy. And then the last thing I'm waging war on breaks my heart, but it's BuzzFeed because it has wronged me twice in one day. One, someone on BuzzFeed, the BuzzFeed community, has posted a quiz that's how would you recast the Clue movie and clearly is ripping off the most popular podcast you've ever heard of. Clearly. Which one is that? Uh, That would be Sleeping Situation. (laughs) And second of all, I came across a quiz today that said, which of the Golden Girls are you? And it got me even more wrong than the poll I ran on my Twitter. It said I'm Sophia, which is fine, but still not correct. So that's the big bulk of my week is being angry at things. (laughs) And most of that is in the last, like, day and a half. What kind of things are you up to? Um... I was on another podcast. Uh, it's called The Lamp Show. It's it's uh, Let's All Make Music, Please. It's uh, basically strangers get together and jam. But that'll be coming out if you want to hear me talk about music and stuff uh, next month sometime, I think. So keep an eye out, an ear out for that. Um, you probably need your eye first, then your ear. Yeah. I don't think your ear can find the podcast. Siri might be able to find it. Maybe, but that takes your mouth. That does. Mm. Uh, the little bugs are back. Sometimes we get little bugs in little flying annoyances. Yes, they're the worst. I don't know where they come from. Probably like the air conditioning. <sighs> they're back. Um, we're also talking. There's another thing for me to file a complaint about. Yep. Hooray! Yeah. So we can come and fix our toilet again. Yeah! Uh, we're talking about getting a PS4, so you should send us suggestions about what games we should get. It's like, we're talking about buying a house, or we're talking about getting a pet. A PS4 is much more obtainable. You know, we're, we're talking about, but it's it's like a big decision we have to talk about and plan first. You know? I'm I mean, teasing. we're making it way bigger of a decision than it needs to be, I think. Yes. I think if you want one, you should just go get one. I'm just scared I won't play it. But we can use it as, like, a entertainment unit. That sounds like it plays a like... mean thing to call a robot that's actually got <laughs> feelings. Uh, like, he's like, I'm more than just an entertainment unit. I'm a person. I just wrote the next blockbuster. Um, my band is celebrating their one-year band gigversary today. I saw that. Hooray! Why aren't we famous yet? Yeah, really. <laughs> Then you could buy me a PS4. Yeah. And a house in Malibu. Yes. Um, so my boss has said uh, that he needs to work on some of the words he uses to describe things because he's doing, like, some conferences and things. He's doing some conferences and things, and he doesn't want to accidentally use one of his slang words uh, in front of the people and offend anyone. So I have, I have instituted a la New Girl, a slang jar in which anytime he uses one of those words, he has to put a dollar in the jar. So far, there are seven dollars in the jar. How many days has the jar been active? Like a week. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think we've been policing it as tightly as we should, but it's a very funny thing that's just happening now. Very good. Uh, the only other thing that's going on is I keep spending money on stuff. That's not really news. <laughs> <laughs> I get to pick up my electric mistress on Thursday, and I am excited. You're what now? My electric mistress. Is that Is what that, you call her? You know, like the sex robots that they're making? That's what they should call them? Yes. I mean, that's what you're picking up, correct? 
No, that's I'm not pretty what... sure it is. No. It's my flanger pedal. Flanger. It's your robotic girlfriend. Don't lie to me. Yeah. She's going to live in the coat closet. I mean, if we're being honest, guitar pedals kind of are. Your girlfriend? Yeah, my robotic girlfriend. I spend more money on them than I spend on you, probably. How rude. <laughs> you gotta take me out for everyone you buy. Okay. You must match the contribution. Oh, no. I, that would run me out of money real quick. Well, then you better stop spending money. I mean, I, I'll take you out for everyone I buy. We're gonna go out a lot. Then you just gotta stop buying them. Then you don't have to hang no. out with me. But I We're like both them. wearing Led Zeppelin t-shirts. How about that? Looky there. Ivy, what else is going on? Last night I was feeling pretty down in the dumps, so Matt played me lots of songs from his old catalog. Jukebox Matt. We played this game where I flipped to a random page in his songbook and he tried to remember how to play it <laughs> and usually took him a minute. Yeah, I went through, like, for whatever reason, I didn't think it was important to write down, like, tempo or chord changes or, no. you know... Chords at all. Yeah. You didn't write chords or keys at all for most of them. I remembered most of them. <clears throat> Why didn't you write them down then? What if you I don't, don't next time? Because then I would be defacing the original text. The sacred texts. I keep seeing memes with that Star Wars mm. when Luke and... Um, it'll be like when you throw away the mac and cheese box before you remember how much <laughs> butter you're supposed to have. The sacred text! <laughs> I have, um, pushing 50 songs written. Um, if I would freaking finish the two I have in GarageBand, that might put me over 50. Well. Um, which is pretty neat. I'm not a fan of most of them. But hey, you gotta, gotta work through... You so. gotta make stuff before you make good stuff. Yep. That's what one of my writing teachers always said. She gave us these little pins that have these little dinosaurs on it, and it says, I write stuff. He has, like, a little piece of paper and a pencil. Mm -hmm. And her little spiel was like, if you don't write anything, then you can't write anything good. If you write a lot of stuff, not all of it will be great, but some of it will be good. So you have to write stuff before you can write good stuff. So I've always liked that. I try to remember that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Exit Scenes is, like, my sixth song ever, and we're playing it, and now I have 40 songs after that one that we're not necessarily playing. So I... It's... Someday they'll find all your demos and make, like, a three-CD set for ten easy payments of nine ninety nine. Yeah. The unheard... The garage band tapes. Yeah. How else are they going to put you in the infomercials if you don't write I mean, 50 songs? That's what I was going to do. I was like working on some demos when I was still at my parents, and I was going to put them out as the basement tapes, even <laughs> though they're not tapes. Yeah, but that's cool. Yeah. You should do it anyway. I have like 10 songs demoed that I could, like recently demoed, that I could put out as like a little thing. That would be fun. But we're recording them for our band. Oh, well then probably you shouldn't. I know. Don't want to double up. I know. I just gotta write more songs. More songs. One a day. If I had the time... Just sit down and improv. No. Do 12 bar blues, then you can just make up the words. <laughs> it's easy. That's fair. They turn out to be like, Woke up this morning, ate a can of peas. Don't know what I'm gonna do. Find away all the bees. <laughs> That's my 12 bar blues. Very nice. Song. 
That one, um, that bit from The Office mm-hmm. where they're in the car and he's like, I don't watch all that show yet, but that part's funny. Anything else? Akron is one large pothole right now. That's all you need to know. It's so bad. Everything is a pothole. Everything you can think of, it's a pothole right now. I'm scared my car is just going to, like, something is just going to go clunk out of the bottom one day because I hit a pothole. Definitely. I mean, I bent the rim out of round on my old car because I hit a pothole. My car is, like, feels a little more rattly than usual. (laughs) And the steering wheel, like, if I hit one, it'll, like, go out of alignment for a while. Oh. Not too bad, but, like, enough that I notice. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do about that exactly, but I think the potholes are janking up my car a little. I'm sure. Yeah, they're super bad. I thought market was bad, and then it came down exchange, and it's way worse. It's terrible. You just have to know which lane to be in at what point. Yeah, of the you road. have to like be in the farthest over in the lane as you can, yeah. like to one side or the other. Wait, I got I got a fun story. Okay. This is like the coolest thing my dad has ever done. Uh, he was driving home one day, and he was, like, swerving out, like, over the yellow line to avoid potholes, and a cop pulls him over. And he was, like, doing a little bit of swerving there. You were clear over the yellow line. And my dad goes, yeah, well, if the city fixes all those potholes, I won't have to drive over the yellow line. And the cop said, just, like, stood there for a second. He said, have a nice day, and walked back to his <laughs> He didn't car. even get a ticket? No. That's so funny. How long ago was that? Uh, I don't know, a couple years. Like, not, like, in recent memory? Yeah, yeah. Not, like, when he was young or anything? No. Like, um... Like, just a couple years ago? Yes. Yeah, now they're trying to fix it, and you just can't drive anywhere. Right, and the one lane that's open is the one with the most potholes. Mm-hmm. Hold on to your butts. Uh, no cat questions this week. I keep forgetting to. I keep forgetting to write them down. I'm I asked you like five sorry. today. I don't remember them. So now it's time for Ivy's favorite. Now it's time for Ivy's favorite segment, things of the week. Things of the week. Pop. I tried to do it first, so you won't have. You can't do it. No, that's not how it works. I always do it. Okay. This week, my things of the week include. Music-wise, I'm listening to Beach House still, but also Arctic Monkeys and Vampire Weekend a lot. Those are, like, the three most hipstery band names you could say in sequence, I think. Never been a fan of Vampire Weekend. <gasps> I don't... How could you? I don't know. Maybe I just haven't sat down and, like, listened to them. But it's every very, time... like, math rock. Not Not so far, but it's very, like, nerd math kind of, but indie. Are we talking about the same Vampire Weekend? There's only one. It's very, like, plinky, and I don't know. The lyrics are very, like, turn of phrase. Hmm. They went to Harvard or something. I forget which one. It was Harvard or Princeton or something. Well, that makes me just not like them. No, Ezra Koenig is hilarious on Twitter, and you're missing out if you don't follow him. (laughs) What about Arctic Monkeys? I can get down with Arctic Monkeys. I feel like I haven't given them enough love, and then uh, one of my coworkers... um, made an Arctic Monkeys channel on our Pandora, and so now there's Arctic Monkeys all the time, and I'm kind of sick of it. How could you? Usually, when I would listen to Arctic Monkeys, I I would get on a big, like, if I was writing an essay, Mm -hmm. I would listen through the whole discography. I would, Mm -hmm. like, start it from the top in Spotify and just let it go all the way through, and by the time it was at the end, I was usually done with my essay. (laughs) So that's usually how I did it. 
But anyway, they're like the kind of artists that I can listen to literally all the way through, and I've done it many times. Anywho, my next thing of the week is Katana Comics. If you've never heard of her, she does the cutest little comics of her and her boyfriend. Um, you can find them on Instagram and Facebook and whatnot places. Um, basically just a couple panels of these very round little people that are her and her boyfriend, and they're like semi-autobiographical little cute things they do together or little like snippets of their relationship basically and they're usually very funny and very sweet so i much recommend that you check them out she also has like a store now and you can buy like shirts and prints and mm. stuff which is did you see cute. the one today that they're like it, about desserts yeah she was you, like pretending to think about if she wanted a dessert and he tells her just like you don't have to lie just tell me you want the dessert <laughs> they're very cute i like them a lot my next thing of the week is cheese it's uh the White cheddar and regular variety. I've been buying them more recently, and then somebody bought a big box for the office, so I've been in a cheese-it mood. And finally, uh, my last thing of the week is the Father Please meme, uh, known in such classics as Father Please May I Have a Tiernip, or Father Please May I Have Some Loops. Okay, you realize that you've projected that voice onto those. No, it's because you have to put, like, extra umlauts where they don't belong. Okay. That's, and they, it came from, like, one with a very fat sheep and, like, Danish-looking people or, like, little people in, like, lederhosen. Yeah. Was, like, but the it, original But it's, it's funny to me that you always do that voice and there's, like, no reference point for that voice. Yes, it is. That's... It's because there's, like, umlauts and everything oh, okay. is, how you're, is how you do it. The same way when you do the mocking Spongebob, you talk as if you're going back and forth in caps and not. You have to talk as if there is father, may I please have some loops. And put like extra in the verbs. Things of the week. Uh, my things of the week include, but are not limited to, uh, Wolfpack. I finally, finally... Got my Mr. Finish Line vinyl uh, from the Kickstarter campaign, and I have not listened to it yet, but I've heard a couple songs, and it's so good. If you're not a fan, definitely check out Wolfpeck. They have very funny videos online. They're also, like, the tightest little band. Uh, also, things of the week, uh, David Letterman, because I got watching David Letterman clips on YouTube the other night. It was a bit of a rabbit hole, uh, but he's fantastic. Also, shout out for inventing the top five game. Yeah, I just learned that recently. Yeah. I never knew that he did that. Yep. I learned. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Father, for your lists. Also, a <clears throat> soon-to-be-discussed <clears throat> TV show. <clears throat> um, it was also in your Things of the Week last week. Shh! <laughs> oh, no. I have given it away. Um, also Star Fox 64, because I played Star Fox the other day, and I love that game. It's so good. Also, Expert Mode, not as fun. Maybe it's just because it's hard now that I, like, can't do it. I would think so. Um, I'd much rather just do normal mode. Why did they even invent, like, hard mode on games? Who wants to do that? I understand the appeal of, like, easy mode, but who wants to play on, like, expert mode or hard mode, like... Minus Guitar Hero, where, like, it's because you use all your fingers instead of less of them. On, like, a game like that, I don't understand I don't know, why. just to make it harder so it you don't get bored with it. Yeah, but then it's too hard. 
Yeah, but then you just play it until you figure it out and you can do it. Mm, I don't know about that. Basically, expert mode is the same with, like, marginally more bad guys, and also you just take damage a lot harder. This is not a thing that sounds like it's for me. Okay. I am um, very bad at video games. I don't need anything else working against me when my own motor skills are already failing. <laughs> um, also, Earthquaker Devices... Uh, they make guitar pedals, and I think they're rad. They're also from Akron, and we've been getting them in the store, and I might come home with one. Um, I'll just have to take you out. We'll I'm the monkey from Family Guy. <laughs> um, also, I've been listening to a lot of Rush, again. I don't know why. They're hip. No, they're not. They're the least hip band ever, but I like them. They're only one of your favorites. Yeah. It's because they're prog rock, but they, like, know how to write a good song. <laughs> That's the difference, eh? Yeah, if you don't know it's prog rock, you wouldn't... Like, the average listener is not going to go, Hey, this isn't a weird time signature, and this is... You can, like, still groove along to it. Unlike Dream Theater, who are just like, Let's play lots of notes and weird... Blah. Um, lastly, Zucchini Bread. Uh, my grandma gave me a loaf at Christmas, and I just chomped into it last night, and it's still good. It's so good. You better eat that up. It's been in there for I know. Things of the week. Bop. So next up, everybody, we've hit our review segment, or as I like to call it, the situation review. Review time. This week? Chance time? What? Uh, Mario Party. Sorry. Oh, oh. sure. Do, 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 do. Nope, that's the wrong thing. So this week, uh, we're talking about something that is from recent times for once. Wow. Can we get a round of applause? Very good. So this week, we're going to be talking about a new TV series that just premiered yesterday and or a couple days before if you're one of those Reddit people. One of our favorite online creators, his name is Olin Rogers, and he has created, produced, and starred in his own new animated show, and it's called Final Space. It's on TBS and has been produced by Conan's production company. Um, what else can I say about it? Mondays at 10.30. Mondays at 10.30 on TBS. Um, Spoiler alert, watch it. Uh, we should say Olin Rogers is an internet personality. Um, he does lots of, like, YouTube videos in the form of stories. And also uh, some sketches. Yes. And, uh, he's done a couple, you know, kind of short filmy type mm -hmm. things as well. If you haven't watched any of his stuff, do so. Uh, it's hysterical. It's funny because I feel like at the same time he is, like, relatively small and unknown. Mm -hmm. But there's also, like... A ton of people. Like, he has a lot of followers, but I don't hear him talked about yeah. very often. I think he stays out of the sort of, I mean, YouTube drama of mm -hmm. all the, you know, of everything. But he's very much just like, it's his platform and not as much his, like, I don't know, job description. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, but anything in his back catalog of videos is worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Such good sketches, and such by, funny stories. And by anything, she means all of it. Literally all <laughs> of it. Alrighty, should we give a small summary? Yes. Um, Avoid now if you don't want these spoilers. 
but we won't give away anything big. And also it was the pilot, so there's not much big to give away. Yeah, um, this is, I mean, this is a bit of a different review, I guess, because we haven't seen the whole thing. Um, And so I guess we're just going off this first episode. Correct. Okay. Uh, So there's this guy named Gary, and he's basically serving his prison sentence on this ship in outer space. Um, There's an artificial intelligence voice that's kind of in charge of the ship and in charge of him. There are other robots around, but there are no other people. Um, This is in, like, a universe where there is space travel and space aliens and battles and all kinds of stuff. Um, And then one day his ship is under attack, and he meets a gooey little green friend... And the bad people are after the gooey friend. Yes. Adventures ensue. (laughs) Basically, he doesn't listen to the artificial intelligence a lot and therefore gets himself into trouble. Uh, It always tells him, like, the odds of something working out, and he does it anyway, despite that it's a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, He's very, like, snarky and very, like... Yeah, it's very, it's like Overlord computer a la HAL 9000. The sort of all-seeing eye on the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good beginning synopsis. That's a good beginning synopsis. Try one more time. That's a good beginning synopsis. Um, so, how do you feel about the show so far? I thought it was tremendous. I agree. Um, I had really high hopes and really high expectations. Um, being a fan of Olin and... Uh, you know, it being hyped up for so long. This is his first, like, TV thing. Um, so, I, you know, I had... I was, like, expecting a lot out of the show, and it pretty much delivered and exceeded anything I was expecting from it. It's sort of... It's framed like, okay, he's a space adventurer. Cool. Um, but what I wasn't expecting was... The I mean it, it's hysterical. This show's hysterical. Um, the the main character Gary is voiced by Olin, and he's very much Olin esque. Um, you know the sort of sense of humor that the character has is is very much himself. And his like speech patterns exactly yeah. the way he would speak in his like videos yeah. and like the terms he would use and his word choice and whatnot. Right. Um, I also love. I it's like obviously very funny and it's very in his like ballpark humor wise but you can tell that the story is really well thought out i mean it is already like weaving a very intricate web there are a lot of lines going in different places mm-hmm. that we don't know at all how they're going to end up yet but it's yeah. like we got a glimpse of this character we got a glimpse of this backstory we got a glimpse of like what this person wants and like mm-hmm. why this person is here so there's a lot to, like, figure out, mm-hmm. but not in a way that we feel like we don't know where it's going. Yeah. There's, like, a main line and then very lots of little branches that were very good. Yes. Um, I, I also think, like, it's hysterical, and then it, it will immediately flip to something really dramatic and, like, really emotional, and then right back to the humor again. Um, and I think it's the situations and a lot of the other characters... Or I guess, like, the situations are very serious, and, like, the scene is set very dramatically, and Gary is just, like... The humor is his reactions, not the situation yes. at all. Yeah, most of the, the humor comes from the characters, which I like a lot. Um, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I'm um, just saying that I totally agree. The The other thing that I 
that I added is that Gary's a pretty atypical main character. Um, you know, he's very snarky and, you know, kind of crazy, but he's also a bit of a loser. Yeah. Like... He thinks he's cool and he's very much not. Yeah. And I, I think that was an interesting... Because normally you have, like, the Han Solo, Captain Kirk kind of characters. Well, I feel like you either... You have that or you have, like, you know, anti-hero and or, mm-hmm. like, nerd that you also, like, kind of like. But Gary's kind of, like, almost off-putting, but in a way that you want to watch. Yeah. You're like, why are you doing this mm-hmm. the whole time? But it's still, like, you're rooting for him. Yeah. But I agree he is different. Yeah. Uh, what did you say? Um, I said... The voice cast is fantastic. One that it's Absolutely. Olin does about three different voices. The little green alien that we barely saw that goes like, Did I order seltzer? That's also <laughs> him. And he's Mooncake, too. That, like, I can't get over it. That was, like, my favorite part. And that's, he had, Why like, that one... Why did they give me seltzer? Did I order seltzer? Yeah, I did. <laughs> he gets smashed by the door. <laughs> I love that guy already. Um, so Olin does a lot of those voices. Fred Armisen is, like, an annoying robot companion. Kevin. Tom Kenny is the artificial intelligence, and he's very, like, flat and serious, not like a goofy Mm -hmm. Spongebob or Heifer voice or anything like that, but I love that it's Tom Kenny. It makes Mm -hmm. my heart pound with joy. Um, You know he just wanted to put Tom Kenny in there somewhere. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Um, If if there's a cartoon, Tom Kenny has to be in it. I think that's the rule. Yes. Um, Well, he's done with Adventure Time now, so now he's doing. So he needed another gig. Yep. David Tennant is the bad guy. I guess Conan and Andy are going to be in it at some point, but I don't know <laughs> if we've seen them yet. Uh, the cat is the one guy that works for the Star Cadet Company. The guy with the long hair that's in all the the Owen Rogers clothes. He voices the cat guy. Oh, okay. I don't know um, if I know who you're talking about. but I bet you would if you saw him. Mm. But anywho, um, one of Owen's friends actually ca- mm. uh, voices the character, which is neat. Avocado. Yes. Yeah, so besides it just being like a fun cast of stars. Um, I just think, like, the dialogue is very funny, and the way they each treat their character is very good Mm -hmm. so far. I think something that's really good about a pilot is that you can differentiate all the characters super easily, and there was, like, no confusion at all. They're all very, like, different and speak differently and different personalities and stuff, so that's Mm -hmm. definitely good. And basically, I like that you can really tell, being a fan of Olin, that he very much had a hand in literally everything. Nothing Mm -hmm. seems like it was something that he wouldn't have done, Yeah, basically. Nothing seems like, oh, we need to, like, buff this up because it's on slightly after primetime TV, mm-hmm. you know? Um, there's nothing that feels, like, cliche or, like, commercial about it, really. It feels really artistic and, in, like, not independent, but sort of, like, mm-hmm. from his independent brain and whatnot. And I wouldn't say that just because I like him, because if it wasn't good, I would be like, yo, that was bad, like, Mulaney or any other show by someone you like that's not actually good, Yeah, you know? Yeah, and basically I just think it's set up a lot of good premises to follow through mm-hmm. later and that it already attached you to the characters and what their goals are and such. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, like, I'm super excited for the show. Like, I was excited before, now I'm, like, su- like I watched it twice because uh, they aired it at 10.30 and then Conan came on um, and then they aired it again at midnight and I watched it again. Um, it's so funny it's it's so emotional and you could tell that it's super well thought out also i wanted to say that this is i mean this isn't directly related but um olin was on conan which i thought was really cool Mm -hmm. um 
And so they're, like, talking about the show and stuff. He's like, do you want to talk about the show? And he's like, actually, I'd just like to take a minute and say thank you for giving me a shot at this. He is the best person in the world. Like, yeah, I I was just like, you know, that really says a lot about, like, he's in the spotlight now. Like, tell us about this thing that you made. And he's like, actually, I just wanted to say thanks for, like, you know, which I thought was awesome. And does that not just break your heart how he's just like, I'm used to coming in last and now you gave me a chance? Like, oh, my God. Yeah. He's made, like, little, like, kind of update videos before. And he oh, he's so, like, sensitive. He cries and he, like leaves it in the edits and stuff when he's, like, made mm-hmm. those, like, thank you videos or, mm-hmm. like, update you on what's going on on yeah. his YouTube. It's so sweet. He's such a sweetheart. Yeah. I want to be his best friend. Yep. I have a picture with him from when we went and saw him do kind of stand-up storytelling kind mm-hmm. of thing live. And he was so nice, because I couldn't think of anything to say, but, like, thank you, I love your stuff, you're so funny. And yeah. he was just so sweet. Oh, my God. Yeah, Olin's the best. Um I believe the first two episodes are available on the TBS site and through the app. That feels like cheating. I know. I was like, I had to talk myself out of watching it and not telling you. Don't. If you ever do that to me, I will dump you out on the sidewalk. (laughs) I haven't watched, like, serialized TV, and I literally don't even know how long. Like, a show that is on once a week. Yeah. Like, on TV, TV. We should also say that. Like, I don't... It's streaming on TBS, I think. Yeah. Like, the website. But it's also just, like, not, like, a Netflix original or anything yeah. like that. It's on, like, regular television. Mm-hmm. And something that gets us to watch regular television is few and far between. We had to figure out how to work the TV. <laughs> so I think that says a lot, too. Yeah. I will be watching it every Monday night. That is our thing now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked it so much, I watched the first episode again. <laughs> Because I couldn't wait for the next episode. Also, Mooncake is adorable. Oh my gosh, He's I so need funny. one. They make big, like, plushy ones. Oh. And I've seen them already, and I'm like, oh. He's so cute, he doesn't speak words, he just kind of goes, Also, I'd like to point out that not only did he throw in an Indiana Jones reference, uh, he threw in an Olin Rogers videos reference, which is classic. If you get it, you get it. Yeah. Also, if you're ever in Nashville, go to the soda parlor. That is the best milkshake I've ever had in my life. To explain, Olin Rogers and sort of his creative company, I guess you can call it, he makes clothes and they also own kind of a ice cream milkshake place called the soda parlor. They make like floats and milkshakes and stuff. Yep. The best milkshake I've ever had in my life. Also, like, cool t-shirts and stuff. Yeah, so, it's a really cool place. He does, a, he has his, like... He has a lot of different projects, which I think is really cool that, like, everything that he sort of had a dream to do, he found a way to, like, make it part of his mm-hmm. sort of creative work and whatnot, yeah. which is, like, super inspiring. And that he's, like, remained such a down-to-earth nice person the whole time. Mm-hmm. I could gush about it forever. Yeah. He's a great person. <laughs> um, and, yeah, he they do, like, um, like, fan appreciation nights at the soda parlor, and they'll just, like serve milkshakes and like show a movie on like a projector yeah like that's they don't have to do that yeah Yeah. um there's like all sorts of arcades and games and stuff and they're all free um he's just yeah he's the coolest and the show is amazing support his work absolutely he's a good person and a great artist yes i'm really it's so funny looking forward to the rest of this show um I mean, is it fair to give it a rating out of 10? Um, I mean, as a singular entity, 
Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I would put it. High. Yeah. For sure. Maybe once we see more. I mean, it's... Yeah. If this was the only if, episode... It does feel weird to, like, say. Yeah. I mean, I was just going to say, like, like, 11 out of 10. Really? I loved that much? it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. I mean, it's like Star Wars and cartoons and Olin Rogers. It's worth noting that, like, pacing-wise and, like, attitude-wise, it's really different from anything I've ever seen. Mm. And I think a lot of it is because of, like, the situations being serious and then the characters not taking it so seriously or character mm-hmm. in some situations. Mm-hmm. But it has such a different, like, tone that you don't feel like you're watching, like, gross, silly adult cartoon, but it's not goofy kid cartoon I don't know. It's I don't like, know how to describe it. But do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that making this sense? Is what I, this is what I feel. It's like, it's a very serious, emotional show that you're laughing hysterically at. Yeah. Because there's like, there's even one scene like, there's asteroids, spoiler alert, um, there's <laughs> asteroids coming towards the ship, and the computer's like, you have to get your helmet on, you have 26 seconds, you're not going to make it. And he's running down this hallway, and Kevin, the... Uh, it's like an insanity avoidance companion or something. He's yeah, just it was this... like someone to be around so he doesn't go yeah. insane, but he hates him. Right, which is also, it's Fred Armisen, which is funny. He like passes him in the hallway and throws him on the ground, and then he's like running to his helmet, and then he comes back and drop kicks him. He's already low on time, but it yeah. takes an extra five seconds to kick him in the face. <laughs> so good. Uh, super looking forward to the rest of the show. I can't wait. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I wish we could watch it all right now. I wish... Olin Rogers made all TV shows. I wish he was our best friend. I also wish that. Can we move to be near him? L.A.? No, Nashville. No, I think they said he's out in L.A. now. Well, he has a place in L.A., but he yeah. doesn't live there. Live okay. There. He had, like, a place to work on the thing. No, I, I can't be in a band in Nashville, because everyone would be bad. I would be in the worst band in Nashville. If you say so. Yeah. That's, that's all I got to stay. Much recommend. If you want to be our friend, go watch this show, because I don't know if we'll have anything else to talk about in the coming weeks. Yep. Review. All right, friends, and for our last segment tonight, you know what time it is. It's game time! Whoop, whoop! Do I sound enough like a morning DJ yet? Could I get the job? Um, I think your voice is too high. You would have to have, like, like a lower voice. Not the ladies, necessarily. Also, I feel like I have a very low voice to myself. Mm. Anyway, so getting on to the game, we're going to go to a trusty, rusty old favorite. We're (laughs) running around the top five again. Thanks, David Letterman. Hey, hey. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. (laughs) 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 So tonight... We'll be ranking our top five favorites in our category, uh, which is top five lead singers. We've defined lead singers among ourselves as obviously someone who sings most of the lead vocals in the band. There could be more than one lead singer in a band, but it's somebody who is not just the artist themselves. They are part of a band with at least one other person who is known, not just like your example was James Brown and all those guys behind him. Right. It doesn't really make James Brown a lead singer. He's kind of like a showman. He's the artist. He's mm-hmm. the whatever. But he wouldn't count for this exact list. Yes. Uh, anything else we need to say before we get started? Um, I try to keep in mind, like, singers. Like, again, if there's more than one singer in a band, I try to keep that in mind. Um, I also pretty much picked 
singers that were just the singer in the band, with the exception of a couple of my honorable mentions, maybe. I did that for the most part. Not okay. all. Something, I, something like half. Yeah, because I was thinking like lead singer, front man, performer, kind of that thing. Sometimes that person just happens to play an instrument. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yep. <laughs> Unfortunately. And sometimes they hand them a tambourine and say, go run around. <laughs> so we have that also. Yeah, we thought about both like vocal quality and frontmanship, showmanship, showwomanship. So it's an all-around, not just their vocals are good, but their whole presence and whatnot yes. was taken into consideration, and their range and their everything. Yep. Okay. Do you want to go first? Uh, sure. I'm interested to hear. Top five lead singers. And again, I, I kind of, these may be not like my favorite vocalists of all time, but as far as singers in a band that are the lead singer, right? Uh, number five, Roger Daltrey um, of The Who. He was on several lists I looked at for reference. Yes. Very great vocalist, really powerful voice. Definitely a good front man, but also um, his voice works with that music very well. I'm, You know, some of it was written around it. But mm -hmm. as far as 70s rock vocalists go, yeah, for sure. And he is just the singer. Although sometimes they gave him a guitar when Pete was singing, so he didn't feel left out, I think. Uh, it's number five. Uh, number four, Janis Joplin. See, I thought about her, but go on. I want to hear what you have to say. I love Janis. I was going to say, what, what can I say about Janis Joplin that has not... To me, she seems more like... I know she was with a band, mm -hmm. but she fell closer to the James Brown category in I mean, my head. Nobody knows who anyone else in Big Brother and the Holding Company were. Right. But they were in fact a band. That's fair. I mean, most of the the stuff you know of her is Big Brother stuff. And um, I just didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Um, you know, the best of Janis Joplin CDs have a lot of Big Brother and Holding in the Holding Company. Does she stuff. have quote unquote solo albums, solo work? I think so. I think there's at least one Okay. Um, I'm curious which, what it is, um, like which songs and stuff. Yeah, I think Ball and Chain is on that one. Okay, I'm, that's um, fair. But like, Peace of My Heart is a Big Brother song. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. A really unique voice, but incredibly powerful. Um, and, you know, there's like some voices that you hear and they're fine. And you're like, wow, that's a really good voice. And there's some voices that jump out of the speaker and punch you in the face. And that's Janice, like, for sure. One thing I will say, though, is that she can be super polarizing, because some people hate her voice. Some people are wrong. Some people are my mom. But what? anyway, my mom hates her voice. <sighs> she goes, she's just yelling. Also, like, great front person. Very emblematic of a generation and whatnot. Yes. Also, just, like, super underrated as far as singers and bands go. Like, why mm -hmm. haven't, like... I don't know. Why haven't people latched on to Joplin more? Died too young. Yep. I meant to mention something, that this is episode 27. Oh. And we're recording it on the 27th. <laughs> and also... 27 Club. So many lead singers. Yep. Number three, Stevie Nicks. I mean, has a person on the planet ever not been in love with Stevie Nicks? I don't think there is a one. There are those who would deny it, but they are denying it. <laughs> Absolutely. 
There is like um, an inner instinctual feeling when any human sees Stevie Nicks, they feel the emotion of love. Except for maybe Lindsey Buckingham. He feels a lot of things, but love is one of them. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason that no one's ever heard any Fleetwood Mac albums before self-titled Fleetwood Mac. True. Um, you know, the instantly recognizable voice is like, it's the perfect texture for that band. And again, as the lead singer and as a front person, this glowing angel of a person, I don't know, I could gush about Stevie Nicks for a long time. But I'm not gonna. Uh, well, you say whatever you want to say. I think she's great. Okay. And I wish <laughs> Lindsay would have sung less songs. <laughs> I mean, Lindsay's great too, but Stevie's songs are... It would have been so different. I know. Can you imagine if things would have been good in their relationship? Fleetwood <laughs> Mac would have sucked. <laughs> we wouldn't have gotten one of the greatest I, albums of all time. I was going to say rumors wouldn't have happened for sure. Um, number two, Robert Plant. We're both wearing Led Zeppelin shirts right now. I am a Led Zeppelin super fan. I must um, qualify that these are my jammies, and I wear it as jammies because it is big and comfy. It is my shirt it, that Ivy is wearing. Um, just... The, I mean, fantastic vocalist, huge range, you know, can go anything from growling blues to, like, just this crazy wail. Um, or at least he could in, like, the 60s. How about today? I mean, he still sounds pretty good. He's alive, right? Yeah. Okay. I think he, like, blew out his vocal cords in, like, the mid-70s or had, like, polyps or something. And, and oh, like Julie him, Andrews. Goofed him One up. One and the same. Yep. Goofed him up a little bit. Um, but all that early Zeppelin stuff is just like... Rock and roll. Yeah. I just watched a video of them from like 1968, like when they were f super brand new and they all look like kids. And he just like wails. Again, and like everyone on the planet has been in love with Robert Plant at some point. I guess my point hasn't come yet. That's because you I don't, you haven't watched, listen... Led Zeppelin live at the Royal Albert Hall, 1970, is one of the best concerts ever recorded, ever. These are these things you're supposed to show me. It's tremendous. I don't know what I could say about Robert Plant that everyone doesn't already know. I mean, one of the most easily recognizable voices, I would say, pretty For much sure. anywhere. Yeah. And, like, how can you sing that high and that loud? Yeah. Special um, talent. Yep. And now it's time for honorable mentions. I feel and like we should have a theme song for the honorable mentions to make them feel better. Like a do 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 a do 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 That's super lame, but okay. I'll I'll write one. I mean, I probably stole that from something. A Mickey Mouse cartoon, perhaps. Honorable mentions, and this is I'm thinking a lot too about frontmanship, and I give that caveat before this next one. Iggy Pop is like a super good frontman. What a strange, strange bird. Indeed. I mean, that's what makes him a good frontman. Yeah. Also, like, I don't really want to say it, but I'm trying to be objective. David Lee Roth. Also, Rod Stewart. I said that that was because yeah. he was the lead singer of The Faces. I love Rod Stewart's voice. It's so, it's very, very different. Again, I don't really want to put him on here, but I guess. <laughs> Freddie Mercury. I just, I, I don't get the hype around Queen. If they tried more to be a rock and roll band and not a baroque string quartet i might like them a little bit better but freddie 
you cannot deny. I mean, yeah, he's a tremendous frontman yeah. and singer, but also the only so the only person that I put on here that also plays an instrument because I thought it was a fair contestant for top five, or at least honorable mentions, is Sting. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Fantastic singer. Mm-hmm. Um but he does play the bass guitar. I also said Bono and I also said Ozzy and I also said Grace Slick. I mean, when I was just spitballing, I had most of those. So um, I think that's I figured good... we'd be pretty close. So my number one lead singer slash frontman is Mick Jagger. It has <laughs> it has to be Mick Jagger. There's there's no one else could have been the frontman of that band. I guess not the like the super best singer, but as far as being that person in that band, Mick Jagger is the best. Like, there's a reason that they're still doing it, and he's still the front man. Oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> he comes out in the craziest outfits and just waggles all around. Yeah. And he's like 67 or something. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Older At than least. That. I have a feeling that Mick Jagger's going to swing back around. So, Ivy, why don't you read us your list? <laughs> all right, here's my list. Top five lead singers. Number five, I put Kurt Cobain. I think the main reason is because... He took whatever you want to call what he is, mm-hmm. punk or personality or whatever, and made that cool. Mm. And that was not cool before Nirvana, I wouldn't say. Yeah. Like, they they started the whole thing and, like... I mean, even his singing style kind of defined that genre. Yeah, by its, like... Not that he doesn't have a good voice, but it's not, like... You know, it's not Robert Plant. It's something yeah. totally different. My number four is Paul McCartney. Uh, mostly because I think he has, like, such a range. He sings Yesterday, right? And then he sings Oh Darling, and those are, like, two different voices. Mm-hmm. There's so much. And he's, like, he's not afraid to just, like, do different things vocally that aren't exactly his voice. He'll, like, try on different voices mm-hmm. for different purposes, different songs, different whatever. Mm-hmm. Not to mention he's been in three bands or whatever. But, um, yeah, I don't know. And he's, like so beloved he didn't have he's not like that crazy out there person like a lot of the people we're talking about but like who doesn't love him Mm -hmm. i have a question yes can you call paul mccartney the lead singer remember when we had that conversation about how there can be more than one i mean i I would love to just say the beach boys in general i mean if i'm being honest i think of paul as the lead singer of the beatles like if i had to pick one he's who i'd pick yeah. Though that's not an easy question because there are songs that he doesn't obviously sing lead yeah. on. I would call George, like, you know, the background singer. Yeah, Even yeah. though there are songs that George sings lead on. Right. You know, but he's not the lead singer in my mind. Right. I guess I was, yeah. I didn't think about it like that. I was just kind of like, oh, there's too many singers in that band. I can't put. See, that's why I made that a, <laughs> made a point of saying. Okay. Which leads me to my number three, of which I think we are the same. Stevie Nicks. Yes. How could anyone be better, as you said? Um, I was sitting here, like, trying to hold in all of my my thoughts because I didn't want to give them away while you yeah. were talking. But basically, my biggest one is that, besides everything we've already said, she doesn't have, like, a crazy high-range diva voice. Mm-hmm. But her voice is still amazing, and people still appreciate it, which is, like... Being as someone who can't hit those diva notes, I really appreciate because, like, you don't have to have that kind of voice to be, like, a great female vocalist, Mm -hmm. which is, like, a misconception, I think, that a lot of people have. She has, like, a fairly low to mid-range voice that's, like, so different, Mm -hmm. and 
I think that makes her very special. I saw a video that said that she has the quintessential gypsy queen voice. That is exactly yep. how I would go. Yeah. I would agree completely. It was like Californian hippie gypsy queen voice. I think that's what they said. That is for true. Mm-hmm. So my number two is Freddie Mercury. How dare you? Because one, I love Queen, but also otherwise, when you think of frontman, that is one of the first people I think of. And it's because you he like demanded to be noticed in every way, shape, and form. I just think that makes a great front person who is like making an impression on you. Whether you like that impression or not, you can't deny that he makes an impression. Yeah. And that he just has just like an unreal voice, how he can, the amount of stuff he can do, his range and whatnot, especially for like a male singer, crazy range Mm. and almost like operatic inspiration to many. I don't know what my big queen, my hang up with queen is. You don't like Freddie. That's why. I I mean, he's like (laughs) an incredible vocalist. Yeah. And that's like one of the best band bands. And I think it's just, I don't like the music. I think that's what it, it, like, has to be, like, I should like that band a lot, and I just don't like the music. I mean, I think you have to be willing to, like, accept a certain level of cheese to like it. I think some that's of it what is. I have it's, it's kind of cheesy. And I think um, it being overplayed on the radio is another piece of it. I mean, some of those songs are played to death, and I still like them, but they are played to death. Yeah. And I won't say that I'm, like, the most read-up on Queen in the world, mm-hmm. because I'm there are plenty of Queen songs I haven't heard, so I don't even know if there's other stuff that's like not as much like that. Mm. Is there earlier stuff not quite so theatrical? I don't even know. Like I can acknowledge that Metallica is a good band without liking any of their music. Yeah, I don't know. I just have a hang, and I think it is a little bit too theatrical. Mm-hmm. Like I really can't get down with like the Tommy album because it's just a little bit much. And we're like, all right, let's calm down and and write some rock and roll tunes kind of thing. (laughs) Let's calm down, guys. And I think that's, they were always trying too much to be an opera band or whatever. I don't care if I ever hear Bohemian Rhapsody the rest of my life. (laughs) I have some bad news for you. I'm positive you will in some way, shape, or form in the next week hear that song. (laughs) I've just heard it too many times. It's just one of those songs where you're like, all right, let's... I think it's part of the human experience to just know all the words to Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, I think every human is just born knowing all the words to that song. Because I can't remember a time where I didn't, and I can't remember a time where I learned the words to that song. That's That's because it's on the radio all the time. Even as an infant, I'm sure. We all just knew it. All right, so that's enough of me rambling about Freddie Mercury. So, my honorable mentions would be everyone you mentioned. Hmm. Those are all absolutely plausible and good people to be considered for the top ten. The only two I have to add are Morrissey. Mm. And I wrote down Brittany Howard, which is, like, maybe she doesn't belong with, like, the late greats. But, like, (laughs) I just think she's amazing. She's, Like, (laughs) just the craziest, coolest voice ever. Mm -hmm. Coolest attitude. Coolest person probably on the face of the planet currently. I just wanted to mention her because it's fun. Yeah. I also put down Brendan Urie, but that's probably biased the only original panic at the disco member left standing so i guess that says something about you as a front man but who knows okay yeah my number one is mick jagger yeah there's just no 
if you looked up lead singer in the dictionary, I don't know who else they could possibly put a picture of, you know. Don't know what else I can say that we haven't already gushed about. He's still doing it now, like, to a very close degree, I'm sure, of what he used to be. Mm -hmm. Probably, like, slightly less drugs, but not that much. (laughs) And, yeah, the voice... The what? (laughs) The voice? (laughs) That's not even what I was going to say. I like the fact, again, that his voice isn't so, like, traditionally perfect. That it's, like, it's more about the way that he's, like, confident and Mm -hmm. the way that he's, like, his attitude that goes along with it Mm -hmm. that makes me appreciate the way he sounds more. That he's just like, this is what I sound like and this is what you get, kind of. Mm -hmm. And I like that because I like when people don't all sound the same and I like it when people aren't cookie cutter perfect same, you know? I mean, would any Rolling Stones song work without Mick Jagger? No. No. Not a one. I mean, like, I can sing, I can do a reasonable facsimile of a Beatles song. And if I'm feeling real good, I I can belt out poorly some zeppelin stuff but like stone stuff you just feel like a doofus or like it just you just you can't live up to it you can't even if you try and have the attitude it doesn't work yeah you can't do it there's no other person in the world that can do it but mick jagger yeah he owns those songs so i think that's a good enough reason to make him number one in my book yep all right solid yeah two answers the same and in exactly the same spots too yep would you looky there yep Okay. I think that just about does it for this week, folks. Remember that you can send us questions and suggestions through our email or our social media platforms. You should subscribe to Sleeping Situation on iTunes if you want to get our episodes sent straight to your phone or computer or whatever every single week when we release them on Mondays. And you should leave us a five-star rating because you love us and you want other people to find out about us. Indeed. Send us memes and cat pictures, too, while you're at it because we get bored. Anything else? Nope. Final thoughts? Nope. All right. Until next time, be safe, brothers. Bye-bye.